Welcome to the P10 Gym Podcast. I'm Andrew Hoppel. And I'm Zach Colangelo. And you're listening or watching us uh, in our new gym. So uh, we want to do a podcast for you guys. Um, many of you are probably going to be members who are listening to this right away uh, to explain what we're doing with the P10 Gym Project, what we're trying to create with the P10 Gym, and some of the training components, especially in, in regards to our group training um, efforts so that you can understand what's going on with inside of Zach's head. <laughs> Basically. So we wanted to just kind of begin with that and get you guys involved. So how do you think we should begin this thing? Um, I think we should just kind of break down the, what we hope to, to get out of this, to hope yeah. to... Let's, let's talk about who you are first. For those of you, may, okay. maybe you don't know who the heck I am or Zach are. So maybe we can break that down and then we can get into the actual programming. Yeah. So um, once again, my name is uh, Zach Colangelo, personal trainer, um, kind of a, I don't like using the word, uh, the phrase jack of all trades because it means you're usually average at everything. It means you but suck. I, but I like to, <laughs> means you suck. No, but um, I like to um, learn about a little bit of everything. Um, not smart enough to be a doctor, but I, I enjoy learning um, about that that side of health and wellness, the the medical side, but I also really enjoy uh, training. So um, I don't like to discriminate from movements in in the sense of I like to think about um, training as many possible movements uh, as many movements as possible, um, and kind of uh, expose people and myself to as many moves movements as possible, whether that be with the barbell, cable. Um, dumbbells, other free weights, and even some machines, um, including resistance training and uh, aerobic training. So um, I like to work out a lot. I like fitness, and I like to um, help people um, learn about fitness and, and working out. So That's awesome. And I would say I've known Zach for going on three years now, right? <clears throat> and the best way that I could describe Zach, honestly, is Zach is like a fitness scientist to me because he he loves to experiment, like he said, and explore new, better ways to get the same job done. Um, in fitness, I guess we could say that there's some big, I guess, very common fitness goals that people have. If you're talking about, you know, I've been a personal trainer for eight years now. Zach's pretty close to, to that. And we've seen the same goals coming in over and over again. Every now and then you'll have something more specific and unique, but everybody wants to lose fat. They want to do it as fast as possible. They want to do it as easy as possible. Um, and they want to maybe sometimes they'll talk about getting stronger or putting on some muscle, but those are the, the general things that we see. And it's what I really like seeing uh, from Zach's perspective. So I guess I've known you for a little over half of your training career is that mm -hmm. he tries to get creative with that stuff and he tries to make things simple. And that's what I really respect about his mindset of things. Um, cause I try to do the same thing inside of fitness. I'm, I'm Andrew. Once again, I've been a personal trainer for, I guess, eight years now or so. And what I love about the whole training world is that I didn't grow up, you know, a super athletic kid. I was in sports and all that. I was a fat kid though. And I didn't think that I could manipulate my body and myself and my life um, through the efforts that I had, the, the things that I did to make you know, the, my life the way I wanted it to. 
so when I got into fitness, finally, at the age of, of 20, I was like, man, this is something different. This is this is pretty cool. I can actually manipulate, you know, my life and, and change things if I apply uh, effort to it. What I like to say, one of the things that I like to reference is I grew up not understanding that you could learn things from books. And it's the same principle, right? It's like you finally get to college and you're like, oh, my God, I can learn things if I read the book. It's the same principle that we apply with fitness or I try to. Where if I just put in the time, the effort, and maybe it's a little bit more ambiguous for some people because we get confused and we don't know how to do fitness or what to do best. But if you put in the effort, you're going to see progress. And then that's where personal training and proper programming comes into play and maybe even experimenting and trying new things out. If we put in different variables, what are the outcomes um, attached to those variables? And that's what we're kind of trying to do with the Protocol 10 Training Gym. So for those of you who have been around a little bit, we were a part of Eat the Frog Fitness for quite a while. Eat the Frog Fitness is a pretty cool uh, training concept, a gym business model concept, where it was the only one of its kind, 24-7 group training uh, model, trying to, you know, they would, quote, make fitness simple for people to come in, get your workout done, and leave. And there's quite a few different business models like that. And what I really respected about it was, as a young company, a young franchise model, they had more scientific backed, um, I would say, efforts inside of their model where they were trying to use things like progressive overload or an entire training plan model. And, you know, for those who don't know what the heck I'm talking about, they tried to plan out weeks of training in advance. They kind of built off of each other. And that was more unique. But, you know, when it's all said and done, those of you who are a part of Eat the Frog, you know the story. Those of you who aren't, doesn't matter to you. We decided to part ways with the franchise and open up our own gym. Because one of the things that we saw over and over again was that we would help people get great results and then they would leave because they felt that they had outgrown the limited equipment and uh, training style that Eat the Frog Fitness had. And any business person out there listening to this understands that that's a broken model. If you lose your, your, your customers by doing what you're supposed to be doing for them or providing the things that you, you promise to provide for them very well, there's no fucking way you can be successful with that. So what we decided to do instead was to open up and defranchise from Eat the Frog Fitness something that is still a quick get in, get out business model, but it has more extensive, um, what would you call it? Reach. Reach. I would say, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Where we can offer you know, a great facility for people who just want to come in and get a, a nice workout in on their own. Um, and there's a, a gym membership for that. We have awesome group training um, ca capacity up to 12 people at a time with our current business model where we add in, you know, we literally just came up with this the other day. Zach had a great idea to implement strength and, you know, calorie burn components. So what our group training sessions look like is half of them are dedicated to the um, very, very necessary strength training components, I would say. And then the things that you see a lot of results from a lot of great metabolical um, improvements or whatever you want to say, there's a list of things you could attach to that. And then you also have that heart health stuff with the, the burn side of things, the more athletic style of training, the, the, the cardio components. And there's always those two different um, parts to that group training session. And at the same time with the old business model at eat the frog fitness, we could not offer proper personal training and fully integrated guidance, I would say, as personal trainers. So now we can. Now we can offer that 
with a very individualized training um, program for whatever member wants that. And that allows us to scale all these great training amenities underneath one roof. So that's what we're doing right now today with uh, the new gym. We literally started, this is Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, November 16th. We started our um, soft launch opening on Monday the 14th. So we are officially two days into this thing. Um, and we're getting ready to do our public open January 1st, 2023. So mm -hmm. I know I kind of talked for a little while. What I want to do is get into Zach's head so that you guys who are inside of our program right now, or those of you who have you know been watching the program, or maybe you don't know anything about this, what the heck, because I touched on it a little bit, what the heck Zach's idea was with this programming model, um, some of his objectives for us, those of you who are inside of it right now, what Zach would like to see in terms of a successful eight-week program leading through the end of the year and how you guys can see success and progression inside of, you know, arguably one of the toughest times of the year with the holidays coming up. Yeah. So um, I got the opportunity to kind of take over the group, the group uh, fitness uh, programming. So the cool thing about Eat the Frog Fitness uh, back when we were part of it is that we didn't have to think or spend – uh, a substantial amount of time with the programming. And um, for anybody that knows about programming or has programmed before, it, sh it should take a long time, especially if you're doing it uh, in the one-on-one -on -one, um, kind of um, realm, um, the one-on-one -on -one personal training. Uh, obviously, you we're not reinventing the wheel in the sense of you're not inventing new, new exercises or new training methodologies. Um, but you need to make it individual, individualized for that um, personal training client. So one-on-one -on -one gives you a little bit more freedom with that. Um, so really the hard part about um, group fitness programming is kind of programming the um, sessions for the masses. And it's tough because some people um, – may believe that this isn't the workout for them. Some people might really enjoy it. Some people want a little bit more one-on-one. -on -one. And that's where I think we're kind of learning more and more about our business model and what we could add to it or take away and make it better um, in the sense of like we're, we're offering a certain amount of group fitness sessions per week. Um, right now it's only nine. And I think nine's a good number because then if, if, in, if people want um, more personalized programming, then we have other ways to offer it to them. Um, then we can end up hiring um, more personal trainers, more coaches, and therefore we not only provide a, a gym for the community to come work out and learn um, how to take care of themselves, we also can provide jobs for people, which I think is really cool. Nice. Um, so with the group fitness programming, it's it's tough because there's always there's always critics. Um, like I said, I'm I'm programming for the masses. Um, right now we we're having about um, like Andrew said, we have a capacity of 12 people. So there's about 10 to 12 in each session of our um, Eat the Frog, um, our old Eat the Frog fitness members. So um, what I thought would be best is like obviously. There's a tons of different ways to do um, certain movements like squats. There's there's um, hack squats. There's barbell back squats. There's front squats. There's leg press. There's goblet squats. There's tons of different ways to do that that movement pattern. So I wanted to really take 
take over the group fitness because I truly believe being able to program and and exercise um, the correct way, uh, not so much, I'm not talking about technique or, or whatnot, but understanding, okay, the squat is working this muscle, this muscle, and this muscle. If I'm doing an upper push, I have an option between a vertical push or a horizontal push where I'm working the chest and the front delts, or I'm doing more so um, the front delts, um, lateral and, and rear delts, and, and working overhead with, um, with that vertical push. So I really um, kind of, Explain to everybody on the first day that I my goal is to not only provide a place for people to come work out, but also provide a a place where we're teaching people. uh, I think is a life skill, and that's taking care of your body, um, and and kind of being proactive with it, and and learning how to warm up that uh, a warm up that suits them based on their needs, their previous um, injury history, training history, and then um, they can go from there. on top of what uh, we're providing for uh, for them whenever they're either traveling or outside um, of the of the gym. So you talk a lot about education and I mean that's what you've kind of said. I've noticed it a few times when you're publicly speaking to the members and you've also said it in this podcast here too. What would you say in this because guys once again we're doing our public open um, to the masses January 1st we're a private gym so we're not trying to have 500 gym members honestly we're trying to be more of a small tight-knit community um, where we don't need to try to get 500 members inside of the gym because one it just would be over encompassing for our business model and we wouldn't be able to give people the support and guidance that we want to so from here until that January 1 talking about education, what would be successful for you? Where would you feel success during that eight week period of time? And so the people listening, the people who are doing this program right now that we're kind of just doing a big announcement for, what should they try to learn out of these next eight weeks so that they can feel successful, you and them? Um, So I mentioned it a little bit earlier, and I I think that a big thing that people should really um, strive for when it comes to fitness is obviously everyone has their particular exercises or types of physical activity that they enjoy. Some people prefer um, cycling. Some people enjoy swimming. Some enjoy whatever step class, whatever it, it would, it, whatever it is, weight training, um, just rowing. I think that um, adding to your quote unquote exercise library is um, the best thing for people because then they are exposed to these different movements, whether it be um, a GABA squat or putting a bar on your back. I think um, it is useful for everyday life. And when you experience those those movements with similar loading, um, it just better prepares you, um, reduces your risk of injury, um, falling as we age, um, and then obviously um, other things like lean muscle mass that, that kind of trends towards a, a more positive um, health effect um, with things like that uh, in terms of uh, lower body fat, higher uh, lean muscle mass um, within the, the person. So um, my goal is for everybody is even if you don't enjoy doing the barbell back squat, I want you to understand how to do it because it's just another tool in the toolbox. Um, if you prefer doing goblet squats and you just would rather grab a heavier dumbbell every week or as you progress, that's uh, more power to you. I am completely fine with that. I, 
resistance training is is something that everybody needs and i really do not care whether you're doing it on a machine with a leg press leg extension goblet squat or with a barbell um, to be honest none of these pieces of equipment are, are uniquely beneficial then um, you get unique uh, benefits from the other or compared to the other um, some piece of equipment um, just allows you to to load it more and and puts you in different positions so the more positions we could be exposed to and kind of train under load um, the better so awesome so my biggest takeaway from that insert that you just gave everybody was you want it, for you to feel successful inside this first eight weeks as the person who designed this thing and for the members who are partaking in this eight weeks um, for our initial training period through the end of the year, you want them to learn. You yes. want them to get more comfortable with new training patterns and new movements mm -hmm. leading into 2023. And we could either use those or trade them out and find out where we're going to be seeing more progress. Yes. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great point here because guys, you know, once again, everybody's got their own individual set of goals and objectives like Zach talked about. It's tough to program for very individualistic objectives and goals inside of a group training component because, for example, day one we had you know almost 36 people that we trained in three different group training sessions. So with that, everybody's got a hundred different things in their head with what they want to do with their body, right? What we're trying to do inside of this, like, Jack, like Zach just said, is that we want to make sure that people are learning new things because we're not going to give you anything that is not beneficial from a, from a, 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 a fitness theory standpoint, the way that Zach designed this group training program, which I know is the resistance. Once again, is half of the, the training, half of it, the slow, I'm going to do my weight training, get that stuff done. And the burn component, those are both mutually beneficial in different ways for what we would call general pop, general population of fitness consumers or whatever you want to call them, the gym members, you guys. Why would you say creating, I know because it's kind of currently de developing too, why would you say that we should program inside of that format where we have, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are even wondering, you know, why did they decide on this equipment? Why did they decide on half strength, half of this burn stuff? What's the goal with that? What, like you mean why do we why do we choose this type of equipment well let's start yeah that's a good question too let's start with the program though why did you decide to design half of each workout to be dedicated to that slower resistance based oh, yes. training yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other half to be more of that what we call burn okay yeah so um we mentioned at the beginning is that we would have members that would join they make a bunch of progress with the old eat the frog um business model and, tra and training concept. Uh, these people would come in, make make a substantial amount of progress, first three to four months, um, and then we, we saw that they would tend to leave around the six-month mark, maybe even a little bit sooner. And they just reached their, their limit of, of progress, whether it had been uh, weight gain or, or um, strength, um, I guess you can say gains, um, quote-unquote. Um, and that's only because we were limited with equipment. The heaviest uh, dumbbell we had with Eat the Frog was 30 pounds. We had a, pair, a couple pairs of 30 pound uh, dumbbells. So I wanted to be able to um, 
throw in the programming uh, exercises that allowed us to load the joints, load the muscles a little bit more. So that's why uh, we bought some barbells. We also have dumbbells that range from five all the way up to 125 pounds. Now it's a little different a, than 30 pounds. There's a big, there's <laughs> the, now the 125 pound dumbbells are going to be used for, by a very small population, but gotta, that's also gotta dust them off every time. Yeah, they're gonna that's, but that's also why we want to, move away from the eat the frog business models because then we can kind of market towards um, a wider uh, variety of people um, where some people could like Andrew mentioned come in and just use the gym um, like any other gym like a planet fitness like anytime fitness they just come in whenever they want do their own thing and then we also can provide that group training where um, we take uh, ideas from all, all different types of, of businesses and training uh, methods and then we combine it and that's where I think the program will set uh, be kind of elevated or um, kind of set apart from Eat the Frog or any other um, group fitness kind of places, um, not to name names, but I think with with the uh, the added equipment, the added uh, total weight of equipment, like the, num uh, the amount of bumper plates and, and uh, Olympic plates and dumbbells and kettlebells that we have will really kind of expose and, and show um, our current Eat the, old Eat the Frog uh, members what they're capable of. And I mean, just two days in, um, doing the math for people that haven't, haven't barbell trained, done a squat bench or deadlift since some said high school, some said college, and these are people in, in their uh, late 30s to um, late 50s that we've had so far, even um, upwards in the 70s. Yeah. And um, then I do the math for them on the barbell, and they're amazed at, at the, the weight that they're able to handle. One woman in the, in the last session, the 930 session, um, it was actually difficult for her to stabilize just the barbell. As soon as I put load on, she was just she was rock solid, like a statue. Like she was able to control the weight. And I only put two and a half pound um, plates on each side. She's like, it was easier when you added the weight. For some reason, I was not able to kind of stabilize and, and get ready, get myself set to lower the bar down during that bench press. And then I, what I explained to them is that the bar rail, as you get exposed to it, as you practice with it, just like anything else, like a sport, baseball, basketball, you're shooting hoops, throwing a baseball, um, swinging a golf club, at, treat it just like a sport. Treat exercise just like that sport and you'll get better over time. And I was like, do you remember the first time you try to do a dumbbell bench press <laughs> with two separate um, weights, with two dumbbells. And they're like, yeah, it was super unstable um, and it was getting used to. And slowly they built up with that. And now you put a bar in their hands and it's and I, it's intimidating for people that have never been exposed to that. That's a really good point. And I wanna, I wanna kind of elaborate on what you just said sure. because this goes exactly back to what Zach's initial point was, is that there's so many different ways that you can do fitness. And simply taking those two examples that he just gave, the dumbbell bench press to the barbell bench press, two different ways that you can train your chest, but just because somebody became more proficient, I would say, at one version of it does not necessarily always transfer over to the other kind. And that's why having this variety inside of our training methods and being more familiar with more types of training is good for you. It's going to keep you younger. It's going to keep you healthier. 
Um, more than likely, it's going to keep you mentally younger, I would say, too, because you have to learn things. When we're consistently learning new things, a lot of references will agree that that's how you stay mentally young. It's when you usually, when the person who worked for 40 years retires and they were pretty sharp right before they retired and then they completely stop and they go fish seven days a week for two years, usually that person starts to fall off pretty quick mentally. It's because they're not being active inside of their ability to create new pathways, for lack of a better term, inside of their brain to figure things out. And that's what this is. So what Zach is trying to do is program this very, not elaborate, not scary, but a, a, a simple way to try and get good at different things, especially things that our previous members were getting okay with and just taking it to the next level. So we can see more progress. That's the, the end all be all, right? That's why you guys are here. That's why you're training with us. You're not here to screw around, you know, five days a week. You're here to see some results. You can, you can do that anywhere else too. And we just want to provide a better facility for that. And, and to elaborate on that, the, the more equipment that we get and the more we can grow, um, in terms of obviously like membership base, um, our, our team, and even potentially the space. Um, we have an empty space next door. Um, who knows what the future um, can hold with that. So if we're able to buy more equipment and expand our, our business as a whole, then we're able to reach more people and we're able to help more people. So for example, in, in regards to like injury, um, if somebody's dealing with the knee, uh, with knee pain and for some reason they put the bar on their back and their knee just is bothering them and they can't get away from it, but then you hold that weight out in front into a goblet squat um, and that feels perfectly fine. But then with the old business model, we only had up to 30 pounds, but that's way too easy for somebody to do whatever, a set of, uh, a set of 10. And then now we have weights up to 125. And that person that has been doing the 30 pound goblet squats is strong enough actually to do 50, 55, 60 and, and, and more. Um, the, the look on their faces is priceless and I've seen I've seen it so far this week and that's it's awesome. been that's been one of the coolest things to see I gotta agree is that so many people are like wow I can't believe it you know yeah. and, and people are coming back and I keep asking you know how do you feel you know, how are you how are you after day one and they're like man destroyed and it's just like we didn't have crazy crazy training on day one yeah, or no. even today but it's the new stimulus that's mm-hmm. helping these people see that quick turnaround progress for getting uncomfortable and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, and I want to mention that like a, n- a number of people have mentioned that they haven't been this sore in a long time. And that's necessarily not, that's not, not necessarily our, um, our goal is to get you as sore as possible because then it limits the amount of times that you can come in here. So, um, because you're trying to recover. So, um, like Andrew said, um, it's, it's, it's not the goal, but your body will be able to adapt to it over time. And that's the struggle with um, trying to program for the masses. When you have 30, 40, 50 people, obviously there's going to be some people that are going to be trashed way more than others. <laughs> and so our goal as coaches and, and business owners with, with, the, with the programming is to limit that as much as possible. And if somebody is somebody responds to back squats and two sets of five, it, they're they're destroyed the next day. But then somebody can do five sets of five. That's that's where we have to kind of make note and and learn um, from the coach's standpoint that okay, I need to make a mental note, actually write it down um, from time to time, and 
and make a note that this person responds a little bit different um, and be aware of that and make sure everybody on the team knows. Absolutely. So one more time, I want to circle back to the, the actual training component here, the burn components of what we do. What was the design? Because obviously Zach and I had talked extensively for what we wanted inside of this new facility and we wanted more scale for weight training because that's what we both believe that there's a lot of added benefit for that for health aesthetics whatever mm -hmm. why did you decide to design the burn component to the group training the way that you did and what are the benefits and what are we looking for inside this eight weeks yeah so um we, I, th I think we were, it was pretty early on when we were talking about it, you wanted to do a 45 minute session and that's um, 10 minutes shorter than what all of our members were used to. And what we wanted to go back to the learning, um, the educational aspect to it is we wanted to, to eventually show these people that you don't need to be in here for a substantial amount of time. Now, 10 minutes, uh, 55 minutes compared to 45 minutes, our new our new session time is not a huge difference, but we are seeing people do a substantial amount of work in a short amount of time. And some people are even finishing in less than 45 minutes. And that's just something that we're learning and we're going to make adjustments with the programming. So with the burn aspect is um, we wanted to keep it nice and short where people are constantly moving for uh, 20 minutes. Um, sometimes it's broken up into three, uh, three segments, four segments, five, five seconds, but it's 20 minutes total. And we wanted to be able to um, provide with the, the dumbbells and with the, we kept some of the rowers and the spin bikes, a, a workout that they aren't destroying themselves and are coming and waking up the next day and they're, they're sore to the touch and they can't move, but also that they're getting a substantial amount of work done in a short amount of time. Um, now that that is involving the rower in terms of short sprints um, on the bike, um, whether it be increasing the resistance and standing up, staying seated, kind of simulating that like climbing a hill, whether it be with the dumbbells, um, doing some accessory stuff um, to the bench press, like dumbbell bench press or um, lunges. Um, like day one, we had a um, kind of um, a, uh, three different exercises, including the rower, and they just, it was like a chipper. So they had to just kind of work at it and um, de uh, descending in the reps and the distance or time on that bike and rower. So adding in a bunch of different training styles, um, whether it be interval training or um, taking our time a little bit more and just quote unquote bodybuilding, but it's more like the hypertrophy um, of working in that higher rep range, I think is is going to be good for, for people to, um, like, I get, uh, like I said, again, um, be exposed to different exercises in, in different, constantly, I don't want to say the, the phrase, but like constantly varied um, in the, where we're always changing, but week by week, it, the movements are staying similar so they can see that kind of trend upwards, whether it be strength um, or um, just like feeling better, moving better. So that's awesome. Kind of just rambled, but no, I think that was a good breakdown. So to, to even simplify it more for you guys, the goal with each one of these group training sessions, because that's what we're focusing on right now until we do our public launch, half of it or a good portion of it is dedicated to that resistance based training, the strength training. And we're going to be going through different movement patterns with a barbell, with other equipment, whatever. 
And the goal there is to load your muscles because we're going to see a lot of great aesthetic and strength-based and health-based benefits from doing that. Okay. The second component is the burn component. And that will vary in the equipment that we use. That's where we can vary, I would say, even more so um, inside of the burn component. And we will because it, it's more of a free-flowing you know, we can make fun challenges, more high intensity interval uh, type of training challenges, cardio equipment, um, weight training co uh, component even extended through that like we did today. Body weight, core, so many different things. And that's probably what a lot of you guys are more used to. And it's great for calorie burn. It's great if we're adding that cardio component, which we probably will, to see that that high intensity cardio benefit or Maybe we'll do some type of medium duration type of cardio. Mm -hmm. And once again, you see added benefits for that too. But there's going to be a lot of variety inside of that, that burn component. And what I would call that is more functional training. And there's more variety. So once again, you're going to have that strength and the burn. And that's going to be pretty consistent. Inside of that strength stuff, the reason why that's so, so consistent with the same um, movement patterns or whatever is because you're going to see progress. What we want you guys to do, if you have not already done so at the end of this podcast, I want you to download the Trainerize app. We're having our own app uh, developed by them. So we're going to eventually switch over to the Protocol 10 Training Gym app. But the Trainerize, T-R-A-I-N-E-R-I-Z-E, -E, um, that one is going to be with you as your, as your workout partner, essentially. You're going to come into the gym, whether you're training with us or you're doing a makeup training session on your own, whatnot, whatever, and you get to plug in all of the things that you did, the weights, the times, if we're doing that or whatever, so you don't have to remember your progress. You can reference it very, very easily. And the cool thing is we get a copy of all that. We get to see what's going on, whatever you're allowing us to do. You know, you can hook up your smartwatch if you have one of those. You can hook up. You know, my fitness pal, if you're tracking foods, which helps with um, making sure that you're taking in enough or not too much. And we can reference that to help you guys better with whatever objectives you're trying to accomplish. So once again, through that app, we're going to track progress through training as well as the things outside of training. We can set goals with that. And then we also have the mind body app that I want to quickly go over here too. Once again, we're going to have our own P10 gym app where you can book your own sessions. If you have not already downloaded the MindBody app, you should now, and you can book your own sessions um, for the next week or so at the very least for that free period of time for those of you who have jumped in from day one. Our first two weeks inside of the, the soft launch opening was completely free for all of our members, those of you listening in the future. And you can find us on the, um, the MindBody app, and you can even book your first workout with us, your consultation, whatever. Uh, very easy to find if you just search the Protocol 10 Training Gym. So those two applications, highly, highly important with everything that we're doing inside the gym. Um, and yeah, I guess. It's <laughs> a brief. Yeah, brief a brief overview. breakdown for you guys. And I'd, I want to say with, the, with this podcast, we want to um, always kind of resort back to the educational um, aspect of it. And then we're also going to be giving you guys kind of um, news and um, things to look out for and and the reasons why we're doing everything. So nice. Um, good call. Yeah. yeah, I'd say that's a good point from Zach's perspective. What we want to do is make communication with us simpler. Obviously, this is a one way yes. type of communication. Um, but at the same time, you don't have to read through a newsletter. Like We'll send newsletters out. Mm -hmm. But if you want to just plug this in on your commute to work or whatever, 
once a week, whatever, once every other week, whatever it is that we end up doing, hopefully you can get something out of this and you can very passively add in to the stuff you're already learning inside the facility and compound your progress. Because at the end of the day, you guys are here for a reason, whether it's to stay healthy, if you already feel like you're at a pretty good place, it's to progress your strength, lose fat that you've been trying to lose for a long time at this point, whatever your progress objective is, let's do that together. Let's take this period of time and the next year and onward to work on those projects through all the things that we're now offering. And if you have any questions for us or if you want to see us help out with some educational pieces, maybe specifically for you, or if you have other things that we could even share on the podcast with your name, without your name, whatever, if you have questions, we're happy to answer those things and even go through some educational points to help everybody out since it's a team effort. But cool. That's all we got for you guys. This is episode one of the podcast. We're going to figure out our format because, I don't know, I'm sure it'll develop. Just winging it. (laughs) We'll see you guys in the next week or so. Bye.